1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. And this is Jennifer. You know, today we want to uncomplicate your faith and help you to jump on the path to simply live every day in God's presence. And I have a very wonderful and special guest for you today. Her name is Sharon Kissel. And say hello. Hello. We are actually live in the studio today, so it's really fun. It's a privilege to be together and I'm glad you're here. She is the project manager for Catalyst for Columbus and Catalyst for Columbus is a group that unites the body of Christ to bring a gospel movement to Columbus, Ohio. What an honor to be a part of that
2: group. Yes, I was (laughs) privileged when they reached out and offered me that position. You know, I actually, Jennifer, am so blessed to work there because I have sort of two roles. Um, Catalyst was founded by a real estate developer, Okay. and I work for both the real estate development side and Catalyst side, where I get to de- advance the kingdom of God in both the physical and the spiritual. So on the real estate side, we, um, because we're developers, we actually map out communities where the generations can live together in integration. We, you know, we design them so that they're walkable and there's Mm -hmm. interaction and, you know, just really with that whole shalom in mind of Mm -hmm. building community on the physical side. And then of course the spiritual side at catalyst, we are all about bringing revival to Columbus, Ohio, to our city. Mm, We need it. Yeah. It's just, it's beautiful. You know, catalyst started just in the heart of a group of businessmen who wanted to, um, see what God would do, you know, if they would just be all in for him and they, um, started with concerts of prayer where they united every denomination of the body of Christ that Mm. they could get to just come together and pray and seek God for revival. And then it moved into one nights of worship where they're praying. And then most recently, you know, with the crisis when Columbus city schools closed its doors, Because we've been in this space for about 10 years and have so many relationships, we were able to bring together 94, you know, faith-based organizations, denominations, and they opened learning extension centers to serve the most at-risk children in the community with meals, with, um, you know, tutoring, just, you know, that loving presence of God with them. That kept their education going. Yeah, kept their education going. We just have such incredible testimonies from moms saying things like, you know, my child was struggling in school. Mm -hmm. Now my child's on the honor roll. Yes. I know. And to see that these
1: businessmen had this vision and, you know, you don't have to be a pastor to have this vision there's so
2: many opportunities. Yeah. So many people Mm -hmm. who work in the marketplace Mm -hmm. don't understand that they have a calling too, and they can be a part of this, you know, gospel movement, this revival that God's doing in our city. They have a role to play.
1: Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Well, why don't you,
2: why don't you share
1: the beginning, go back in your life and tell us
2: when were you introduced to God and how did Mm -hmm. God make a difference in your life? Yeah. Was Like so many people of my generation, I was actually raised in the church and sort of thought I was always a Christian because mm. of that. You know, I was baptized as a young child yeah. and reconfirmed that in college. But I actually didn't meet Jesus mm. until my mid-30s. Mm. So I, you know, if you looked at my life on the on the outside looking in, it just looked like a dream. I was an entrepreneur. I was married mm. to the man of my dreams. I wow. had these two precious small children. Yeah. But but there was something missing and I was really struggling in my marriage, just going through this, such a difficult time and, you know, not making great decisions necessarily. And I just came to the end of myself really on the floor of my bedroom one night mm-hmm. and I just cried out to God and literally I was engulfed in this loving presence of Christ and it changed the entire trajectory of my life. You know, I got up the next morning and I, I realized, you know, people can actually know God. He's not just mental ascent to a doctrine. He's alive and real and wants relationship with us. So I started just setting aside time every day to pray and worship and be with him. And it's just changed everything. So you had a, you had a foundation, which was Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. But you
1: had this like personal encounter. Yeah. And it's available to all of us.
2: I want that for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know people who are in the church and people who are not, I mean, God just loves us. He pursues us. He gave his son for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and he, he wants each of us to, to know him. There's something about
1: physically laying flat on your face Mm -hmm. and saying, God, I am so desperate for you. I've had those moments and many moments yeah, (laughs) and they are so transformational and
2: it's just Mm -hmm. a humility. It is. It mm-hmm. is. I'm at the end of myself. I've done all I can do and all I've done is made a mess.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I've right. uh, yeah, made a few big ones myself
2: <laughs> and that's when I really just meet him the most. Mm. So
1: after that, what did it look like for you? You began to what? read your Bible or
2: yeah. So in that time I would spend with him every morning. It started out as just prayer, but over the years it's morphed to prayer, to worship, to, you know, mm-hmm. reading scriptures. Um, and you were able to
1: do that with two young children? Like yeah. Like they were little. Yeah. I
2: got up early, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and in the time I, I was a coffee drinker, I would take two cups of coffee <laughs> to my prayer <laughs> closet and I would have coffee with Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: We, we have to have that additional boost every now and then.
2: <laughs> and so but, that's good. But that habit actually just gave me peace throughout the day, mm. you know, to be really present with my children and really mm. present in what was going, just like laid a great foundation. Mm. And, you know, my marriage wasn't healed overnight, Mm. but the Lord did start to heal what was really hurting in me. And he started to show me how I could change, you know, behaviors that weren't helping. And he taught me how to pray for my husband. And, Mm. you know, through all that, it was just it was a slow process. But God was teaching me in that. And today, you know, we just have this wonderful marriage where, you know, it's just it's deep. And I'm just so glad we stuck it out.
1: I'm glad you did, too. Yeah. You
2: know, sometimes we start praying about something and we think we're going to change
1: them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process, God is like, wait a minute, I need mm-hmm. to, to work on you a little bit <laughs> first. Nervous. Tapping me on the shoulder. Oh, by the way, Sharon, this really isn't helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but he
1: gently, doesn't he gently restore us? I love yes. how he just. Shows us things. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you think repentance is going to be so harsh. Yeah. But God, I, at least in my life, he's been like, what about this, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. And then when I obey, he'll
2: give me another layer. Yeah. yeah. It's never been a harsh, condemning mm-hmm. voice. I've just realized that's not the voice of God. Oh, no. That it's so gentle and loving and it's inviting you into more. You mm-hmm. know, It's like you could make this
1: shift if you want. And here's the offer. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know someone listening to what is he
2: offering you today exactly because it's different for each person and he knows exactly what you need and you know it's, it's you know even if it sounds crazy it's just being bold enough to say okay I'll take that I'll do that I'll mm-hmm. I'll let that go or I'll grab on to that what other what other valleys did he take you through Oh, I've been through every valley I can think of. (laughs) You know, I've been through financial valleys. I've, Mm. you know, had loved ones ill that I've seen healed by God. Mm. So, yeah. So they were ill and healed. Yeah, I have a great story of my brother. Um, He was, he's a landlord in Omaha, Nebraska. And one night Mm. he fell off the roof of one of his houses. He was making a repair and his head hit the concrete and he had a brain bleed They rushed him to Creighton University Medical Center. They ended up having to take out part of his brain that has to do with speech and hearing. And they told me if he ever woke up from a coma, he was in a coma for 30 days that he would never walk or talk again. And 30 days later, he woke up and he left the hospital that day. Mm. Absolute miracle of God walked out, went down the next day, got his driver's license because in Nebraska they take Mm. your license Mm -hmm. when you have a brain um, function. Took the test, got the license. That was 17 years ago. <laughs> he was motivated when he, was he motivated. got out of here. He was like, I'm, and he I'm could ready talk to live and life. Walk. He could talk, walk. Mm-hmm. He's been totally normal and just lived life. And I realized then that God still heals today. He does. Because in the church I grew up in, that wasn't necessarily really talked about a lot. God still does miracles and healing. Yes. And he loves to. He, like, he loves to bring that wholeness to us. He wants that here and now. Jesus mm-hmm. said, I came that you can have life. And have it abundantly now, not just eternal life, but here and now in every area. It's part of his character. Yeah. It's not hard for God. That's just part of what he does and who he is. Yeah. In Exodus, he self-revealed himself as Yahweh Rophe. I am the God who heals. Mm-hmm. You know, and it took me a lot of years to realize that. But mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love to stand on God's word for physical healing yeah so powerful we all need it
1: at different times in our lives we need it for others we need it for ourselves I'm actually agreeing with a a young couple for something right now Mm -hmm. and you know we just if we can stand on his word absolutely it's faithful and true
2: absolutely you know and speaking of young couples I mean I know you've probably seen this too but I've seen young couples who were infertile Mm -hmm. you know and God moved and healed and they have children today, yes. usually many children. You know? Yeah, we
1: can ask him for anything, anything. Yeah, anything is possible mm-hmm. with God. And sometimes, you know, I think God, oh God, is too big and too busy mm-hmm. that maybe my request is too small. But it's not. Not.
2: No. We can ask
1: him, and sometimes we have to wait. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, I know he says no occasionally, but mm-hmm. a lot of times he says yes. 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 And so, yes. It's just that. Hang beautiful. on to our faith. Exactly. Well, you know. I think that it's so encouraging the story of how God revealed himself to you in that tangible presence on the floor. Yes. (laughs) Even after growing up in church. And so maybe someone listening today, you've you've been in church, but you haven't felt that power, that tangible presence. Maybe that's our homework today. We're going to go home and I'm going to try it myself. So tonight I'm going to get on my face before the Lord physically and just say, God, meet me. Meet me here. I have things I need him to meet me. In, and I know you do, too. Absolutely.
2: So,
1: <laughs> that's our homework for today. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And this is a place where you can just come and, and grow in your faith. And if we want to hear your story. So if you want to be part of the show, why don't you go to Jennifer-Jackson.org. Your story matters to us. and And listen again at the next show because we are going to pick this interview back up